listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. Fifty life-changing confessions that you must speak over your life. This is the final part. And then today, um, we're going to release all of these to you guys. Uh, right now, they're being put up uh, to where you'll be able to download them um, from the website PDF format. So you can have them on your phone or, or whatever and uh, keep them with you. Uh, I just wanted to do this to kickstart your confessions. Obviously, there's many, many, many more confessions that you can use from the scripture but in the same way we did with the prayer points um you know i wanted you to have something that kick-started your confessions morning liz and um i think this will help you immensely obviously and so uh, i'm going to give this to you so we've gone through 36 we got 14 more to get through today and um you know, it's like yesterday when I was when I was saying them. People are like, "Man, I'm getting stirred up as you're just reading them." It's, it's because the Word of God literally is an adjutant, if I can say that. <clears throat> it's it's an accelerant. It's like you know when you put something like a lighter fuel on a fire and it flares up. It's an it's an accelerant. It's something that catches fire very easily, very quickly. That's what the word of God does to you. It's like pouring lighter fuel on a fire because you're, you're, you're already renewed. You're already a new creation. So you're already a supernatural being. Then you pour the word of God on your spirit. It's an accelerant. And it's why if you go, if you go through, there's so many different places that I've shown you in the word that uh, define that exact thing exact same thing uh jeremiah's words right i found your word lord and i ate it and it became unto me the joy and rejoicing of my soul or my heart uh jeremiah understood it's an accelerant when i devour the word <clears throat> morning ashley love you and ted jeremiah knew when i devour the word it immediately starts uh producing in my life lucy I'm going to call you today, Lucy. I love you. Thank you for my birthday wishes. You're my buddy. Um, Jeremiah knew it. Joshua found it out. When the Lord said to him, take this book of the law. Don't let it depart from your mouth, but meditate on it day and night. Morning, Brian. So that you'll be careful to do all that's written there. And then we'll you make your way prosperous and have good success. So it's an accelerant. The writer of Proverbs said, if you take this word and don't let it depart from you, it'll be health and healing to your body. So there's so many different things that I could tell you. That's why you feel like that though. When we go through these confessions, you're like, man, I feel stirred up right now. Just listen to them. Yeah, you've not even begun to say them. You're just listening to them. Because the word of God is an accelerant. And all of these confessions, by the way, are based on the word of God. So today when we give you, 
uh, the list, the PDF, it will have the confessions and the scriptures included uh, with the confessions. So do me a favor and uh, share this. We're going to get ready to jump in. Uh, I'll give you 14 different confessions today. I believe we finished yesterday on confession number 36, which was God is supernaturally driving wickedness away from my home. Psalm 68 and verse two, uh, let the wicked melt before him like wax melts in the fire. Let them be blown away like smoke is driven away by the wind. Psalm 68 two. And so our 36th confession yesterday, <clears throat> morning, Zach. Zach, I just beat somebody in a 10 minute, a five minute blitz, just so you know. I just beat somebody in a five minute blitz, surprised myself, even myself. Janine said, I'm already seeing breakthroughs. Praise God. Praise God. Something happens when you start to confess God's powerful word over your life. That's why I'm giving these to you. We're all going to experience breakthroughs in the mighty name of Jesus. So we finished with that. So today we're starting with confession number 37 of the 50. Confession 37. So again, <clears throat> I want you to pop them in the comments and then uh, please add the, the references without question. There's always someone who says, what was that last verse? What was that last confession? I missed this one. So by you guys helping me out, they can just scroll back and put it in their notes. Confession 37, God is scattering the enemies of my life. Psalm 68.1, God is scattering the enemies of my life. Good morning, Luke. Luke Thomas is on today. Aww. Morning, Luke. Hi, Luke. Carolyn's here next to me, everybody. <clears throat> God is scattering the enemies of my life. Psalm 68, 1, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. That's what's happening for you today. You declare it. That's the old song. His enemies be scattered. My God arise. His enemies be scattered. <laughs> At the end, let hey, God, let God you know, arise. You know, you know. Not everyone knows. Some of y'all remember that song. You've been in church long enough to remember that song. It's like that very like Jewish sounding music. <laughs> let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Corinne's on. She said hello. And Britt said she misses you. Miss you guys. Who so. said sing it, girl? Mary Beth Bullock. Sing it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Corinne said, wow, didn't know Carolyn could sing. Yeah, neither did I. <clears throat> she said, neither did I. So that's number 37 today. Let God arise. So God is doing what? Supernaturally scattering the enemies of your life. Everything that was launched against you, God is arising and scattering from you in the mighty name of Jesus. You're not going from issue to issue or problem to problem or crisis to crisis. You're going from victory to victory in Jesus' name. So that's 37. 38, are you ready for this? Because this is what I'm claiming for these last four and a half months of the year. God is removing all obstacles from our path. God is removing all obstacles from our path. Put it in. This is something that I'm reading to you from Isaiah 
chapter 45. Let me go there. This is God speaking to King Cyrus in Isaiah 45. This is what the Lord says. I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. And the third verse, and I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I'll do this so you may know that I'm the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. If God could do it for Cyrus, he will absolutely do it for his New Testament people. Remove every obstacle. <clears throat> That's where um, in the King James Version it says, I'll make the crooked places straight. Here in the New Living, I will level the mountains. I'll level the mountains. So God, what's our confession? God is removing all obstacles from our path in Jesus' name. What hindered you before will not hinder you anymore in the name of Jesus. What was shut to you <clears throat> is no longer going to be shut. God goes ahead of you and opens up the way supernaturally. He goes ahead of you and he opens up the way. He's removing every obstacle from your path. Now, they could be obstacles of your purpose. Say, I'm trying to do this. The Lord told me to do this. It seems like nothing's working. I'm hitting a brick wall. Watch as God goes ahead of you and removes every obstacle out of your path so you can run. And you will run with momentum in Jesus' name. So that's 38. God is removing obstacles from my path. Number 39. I love this. This will make you shout. God is fighting every battle for me. Hallelujah. God is fighting every battle for me. A very well-known scripture is 2 Chronicles 20 and verse 17. Bible says, but you will not even need to fight. Take your positions and stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He's with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. <clears throat> the 15th verse before that says, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not your battle, but God's. Hallelujah. The battle is not your battle, but God's. I love it. You'll not even need to fight. Why? God's fighting your battles for you. God is fighting every battle for me. Lord, I thank you that today, morning, Brother John, Lord, I thank you that today, you're fighting my battles for me. You're going out ahead of me, fighting my battles for me. I thank you that the battle's not my battle, that the battle is your battle. Hallelujah. I'm just going to praise you. I'm just going to walk forward. I'm just going to live in faith and by faith and speak faith, believe and call it done before I even see an answer because it's not my battle. It's your battle and you're fighting. Hallelujah. You're fighting. That's 39. He's fighting your battles for you. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. 
Number 40, you ready for this? The 40th confession on our list. Because of my faithful dedication to the kingdom, I'll never be downsized, withered, or weakened. Because of my faithfulness, I will never be downsized, withered, or weakened. Never. I'll never be downsized, withered, or weakened. Now, you'll see in these confessions as I'm saying them to you and as I put them on the PDF, that sometimes I'll write something at the beginning of it, like I did on this one, where it says, because of my faithful dedication to the kingdom. The reason I do that <clears throat> is because, good morning, Leslie, these are like prerequisites to receiving the blessings of God, right? So <clears throat> it's not that it's, it's just I confess it and it comes to pass. I can confess all I want that I won't be downsized and I won't be withered and I won't be weakened. But the scripture verse that we're basing this passage on and this confession on is Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3. But notice the prerequisites here. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither. There it is. They prosper in all they do. So I want you to understand this today. I want you to understand it very clearly. The reason your leaves will never wither, the reason you'll never be downsized, withered, or weakened, is because you delight yourself in the law of the Lord. You delight yourself in the law of the Lord because I, and that then you read this and you understand why I wrote it this way. Because of my faithful dedication to the kingdom, I'll never be downsized, withered, or weakened. Hallelujah. Because of my faithful dedication to the kingdom, I'll never be downsized, withered, or weakened. Never. Never. My leaves will never wither. My leaves will never wither. That's number 40. Confession number 40. Amen. Leslie says, I confess this over my future husband. Now I'll confess it over myself. Never be withered, weakened, downsized. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Good morning, Jennifer. Number 41. You ready? I love it. Get up and say this every day. I have power over the devil and every wicked spirit. Glory to God. I have power over the devil and every wicked spirit. That's number 41. Needs to be said. Too many Christians giving the devil too much credit. Too many Christians afraid of what may come from the enemy. I'm not afraid of what may come from the enemy. I have power over the devil and every wicked spirit. Amen. Amen. What are we basing this on? I'm going to give you two verses for this one. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. Let's read that one first. 
Luke 10, 19, a scripture you know very well. Jesus said, look, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. So you can declare it. I've got power over the devil and every wicked spirit. Good morning, Barb. Hmm. What's the other verse? Acts 1.8. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Thank you, Jesus. Morning, my friend, Ben Folzon. You shall be my witnesses. So you've been given power over the devil and every wicked spirit. You need to say it on a daily basis. I have power over the devil and every wicked spirit. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. I got power over the devil and every wicked spirit. I remember one time we were in a... Um, a revival, Brother Shambuck uh, had a lady that came to him and she was in uh, living in the projects. And she said, Brother Shambuck, they're after me. There's people in, in my uh, apartment complex that are trying to work witchcraft against me. He said, really? She said, I'll go outside sometimes uh, in the morning and there's a dead chicken on my doorstep that they've sacrificed. And there's all, all kind of ashes and stuff they've burned and you know all this stuff they're trying to work witchcraft against me she said they'll full dead chicken at my doorstep so what what should i do brother shambach he said you need to go out there he said and dance in the middle of all those ashes or whatever they tried to do there he said just dance in the middle of it and laugh he said then scoop that chicken up and pluck it throw it in the frying pan and make some dinner with it and eat it and he was teaching her she's got power over the devil. There's no curse that's greater than the blessing. You can't curse what God's blessed. <laughs> Dance in the middle of that thing and then pluck that chicken and eat it. Praise God. I'm going to tell you something. Speaking of plucking the chicken and eating it, Liz Mendez, for my birthday, made some of the best arroz con pollo that I've ever had. It was so delicious. I ate it again last night. Keto is out the window. I'm just going to tell you, I got a word from heaven. Keto is out the window because the, the rice, the beans, the chicken, the sauce tore it up. The anointing came upon her hands. Let me just tell you something. The anointing came upon Liz's hands in the same way the anointing came on David's hands when he played the harp in King Saul's court and every evil spirit had to run out the back door. Right now, as Liz made that food, the anointing came on her hands. And as I ate it, every evil spirit ran from me as I was eating that chicken and rice. I'm just telling you right now, it was mind-blowing. took me to another level. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's number 41. I got power over the devil and every wicked spirit. <laughs> Carbs are my friend. That's right, Ben. Jesus is the bread of life. You know what I'm saying. Number 42. Put it in your notes. I'm a kingdom worker, and God is using me to reap a harvest of souls. That's number 42. Oh, I loved it, Liz. Next level. I'm a kingdom worker, 
God is using me to reap a harvest of souls. <coughs> Put that down. Confession 42, I'm a kingdom worker. God is using me to reap a harvest of souls. That, that I'm going to take that from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 37 and 38. You know, it's not really scriptural to pray that God would save America or save your state or sa save your city because that's not the way salvation works. And so we don't just pray, God, save America. No, 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 no. We're called to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And those that believe and are baptized will be saved. Those that don't believe will be damned. So here is really, if you're going to pray and if you're going to confess like we are, then this is the standpoint you need to come from. Matthew 9, 37 and 38, Jesus said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord. Okay, so here's the prayer. So pray to the Lord who's in charge of the harvest and ask him to send more workers into his fields. There it is. If we're gonna pray anything, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he'll send more workers into his fields. So what are we declaring? I'm a kingdom worker. I'm a kingdom worker. God is using me to reap a harvest of souls. So rather than just pray that God um, saves America, what you're saying here is, no, I'm the worker that God's sending into the field, and God's going to use me and many others to reap a harvest of souls before it's too late. Amen. And so that's it. That's it. Number 42, I'm a kingdom worker, and God is using me to reap a harvest of souls. You know, when you get to the place where you go beyond your... Um, your fear of speaking to people or the nervousness of approaching someone, it becomes very easy because you start to realize many people are hurting. Many people are looking for an answer. Many people are just, they need a touch from heaven. Last week at the embassy suites where we're holding church right now until our building's done, somebody was in the bathroom of the embassy and there was a, a lady in there and um, she said, listen, you should come over here. We're, we're having church right now. And I think the lady had just gotten back from the beach or something. I think they told me she was like in a bathing suit. She's like, well, I can't wear this into church. Let me change real quick. And so the lady just changed her clothes, threw a t-shirt on and some stuff and walked in. I'd never seen her before. She sat on the front row and when I gave the altar call for salvation, she was one of the first to come down. And as we prayed that prayer, she was just weeping, weeping, weeping because she needs a touch from God. And you think about it, what if that person had never spoken to her in the restroom because they were too embarrassed or too nervous? I can't approach people like that. I don't even know who that is. And there, there this lady's name was Tiffany. She was there at the altar with us and God started to touch her and she just began to weep at the altar. And then you think to yourself, but what if the person in the bathroom had been too nervous to talk to her? What if, what if the, 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 oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know the person. I don't know. God, you're a kingdom worker. 
God is using you to reap a harvest of souls. Amen. And so many times all it takes is really one conversation. It just takes one conversation because people are hurting. They need help. They're looking for an answer. Remember this, God made you the answer. So I thought Jesus is the answer. He is, but he's in heaven. And so he's using you here on the earth to accomplish the kingdom purpose. And so the answer lives within you. That's Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, in you, the Holy Ghost lives in you. So you may be all of Jesus anybody ever sees on the earth. And so that's why you can't allow nervousness uh, to stop you from doing what you're called to do. I'm a kingdom worker and God is using me to reap a harvest of souls. That's confession number 42. 43, I love this. 43 is this, I have divine wisdom to accomplish my purpose. Amen. When you do this, when you, when you operate in divine wisdom, you're on a whole different level from everybody else. I have divine wisdom to accomplish my purpose. That's confession 43. I have divine wisdom to accomplish my purpose. The Bible says, and of course, we're basing this confession on James chapter one and verse five, where the Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and won't rebuke you for asking. So God doesn't want, he's not up in heaven irritated because people keep asking him for wisdom. Oh, more. Here they go again, asking me for more wisdom. I've given, I've given, no. But he wants you asking him for wisdom. He wants you to seek him for divine wisdom. And he wants to give it to you. And the Bible says, if you lack wisdom, ask God. Because he gives to all men liberally and won't rebuke you for asking, James 1.5. So we're declaring that I have divine wisdom to accomplish my purpose. The Lord will show you how to do it like nobody else is doing it. The Lord will show you how to do it uh, like it's never been done before. He'll give you divine strategies. He'll give you things to do, things to say. I mean, it's amazing when you operate it by divine wisdom. It's mind-blowing what God can show you to do. And, and, and literally, it stands you head and shoulders above the rest because you're now operating in his ways that are higher than any man's ways. His thoughts higher than any man's thoughts. So we petition him, God, give me wisdom today. Give me divine wisdom to accomplish my purpose today. And then you just declare it every day. Thank you, Lord. I've got divine wisdom to accomplish my purpose. Hallelujah. I have divine wisdom to accomplish my purpose. Yeah. And when you operate by that, get ready for overflow. Number 43. That was number 43. Number 44. I love this one. I've been saying this to myself. No enemies of my purpose can stay hidden. They will be revealed and removed. No enemies of my purpose can remain hidden. They'll be revealed and removed in Jesus' name. That's number 44. No enemies of my purpose can remain hidden. They will be revealed and removed in Jesus' name.
I take this from the story of Paul on the Isle of Malta. And once they landed, they built a fire because everybody was cold. And the Bible says, uh, in, this is Acts 28, verses 3 through 5. Acts 28, verses 3 through 5. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire, a poisonous snake, driven out by the heat, bit him on the hand. The people of the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, a murderer, no doubt. Though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to live. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unharmed. Glory to God. And was unharmed. Yeah. And notice what it was. It was the heat of the fire that caused the snake to come out. The Bible says it was driven out by the heat. The heat, the fire of the Holy Ghost reveals every wicked force that was sent to hinder your purpose, but not just reveal it. Look what Paul did when that thing came out and latched itself onto him. The Bible says he shook it off into the fire. Hallelujah. The same fire, the same fire that drew, drew it out was the same fire that burned it up. I'm going to say that again. The same fire that drove it out and revealed it is the same fire that burned it up. And so what are we declaring? No enemies of my purpose can remain hidden. They are revealed and removed in Jesus' name. The devil would love to do that. He'd love to just set up shop secretly and harass you for the rest of your life and ministry and call and business and whatever, family. Just sit there, hidden, harassing, hidden, harassing. Nobody points him out. Nobody spotlights him. Nobody calls him out. Hidden, harassing. People start attributing it to, well, you know, that's just how life is. Hidden, harassing. No, in the name of Jesus, no enemies of my purpose will remain hidden. They'll be revealed and removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Confession number 45. Confession number 45. I love this. Because I've been faithful with what God's given me, he's quickly promoting me. Because I've been faithful with what God's given me, he is quickly promoting me. This I'm taking, obviously, from the parable of the talents, Matthew 25. If you're faithful over a little, what will God do? Make you a ruler over much. Matthew 25, 21, the Bible says, the master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I'll give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. You see that? Matthew 25, 21, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I'll give you many more responsibilities. If you're faithful over a little, he'll make you ruler over much. And so the, our confession, because I've been faithful with what God has given me, this is number 45, because I've been faithful with what God has given me, he's quickly promoting me. I'll say it one more time. Because I've been faithful 
with what God has given me. He's quickly promoting me. And that's Matthew 25, 21. You've been faithful over a little. I'll make you a ruler over much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what we're declaring. This is our year of transformation. That we're declaring that when God moves in our lives, all we'll be able to say is it's the Lord's doing and marvelous in our eyes. That's all we'll be able to say. That's all I've been able to say. It's the Lord's doing and marvelous in our eyes. Hallelujah. I've been faithful with what he's given me, and now he's promoting me. You ready? Final five confessions. Here's the countdown. The final five. Number 46. Doors that were previously closed to me are quickly opening in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Doors that were previously closed to me are quickly opening in Jesus' name. <clears throat> put it in the comments, put it in your notes. Doors that were previously closed to me are quickly opening in Jesus' name. Look at Exodus 14, verses 19 through 26. Then the angel of God, who'd been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. And the cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with walls of water on each side. Hallelujah. Walls of water on each side. Then the Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers chased them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud and threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here. Away from these Israelites, the Egyptians shouted. The Lord's fighting for them against Egypt. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, raise your hand over the sea again. Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. You see that God's opening doors that were pre previously closed. He's quickly opening them. That was a door nobody even knew was there. It just looked like the Red Sea was going to, Stay there as it always was. And God has doors that you didn't even know were there. This is what this is what should get you excited. God has doors that you don't even know are there that he's getting ready to open for you. And I'll give you two verses for this one as well. Revelation chapter three and verse seven, Jesus is speaking to the churches. And you know what he says? He says in the seventh verse, this is, is the message from the one who is holy and true, the one who has the key of David. What he opens, no one can close. And what he closes, no one can open. He opens doors that no man can shut, and he shuts doors no man can open. So this is your confession. 
number 46, doors that were previously closed to me are quickly opening in Jesus' name. Amen. Confession number 47. And again, for those of you that are just getting on, all these are going to be available for download today in PDF format so that you can have them for yourself on your phone or whatever. Confession number 47. My testimonies will be so intense that even unbelievers will testify about them. <laughs> Hallelujah. My testimonies will be so intense that even unbelievers will testify about them. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that with all my heart. Mm -hmm. Psalm 126, verses 1 and 2. When the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter. We sang for joy. And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. There it is. The other nations that didn't serve God, heathen nations, pagan nations. What amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yeah. Because my testimonies will be so intense that even unbelievers will testify about them. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I'm saying it again. My testimonies will be so intense that even unbelievers will testify about them. Psalm 126, verses 1 and 2. Praise God. Praise God. Confession 48. Very, very important confession. Very important. Love you, Eduardo. Ed Vargas in the house. El Guapo. Confession 48. As I pray, I'm empowered to overcome every temptation of the devil. Get up and declare it every day. As I pray today, I'm empowered to overcome every temptation of the devil. Hallelujah. Amen, Jennifer. Amen. What is it? Number 48, as I pray, I'm empowered to overcome every temptation of the devil. No question. And I take that from Matthew chapter 26 and verse 41. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. He said, keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. The spirit will. So get that. The spirit wants to please God. The spirit wants to, but the body's weak. The flesh is weak. So the flesh, if the spirit is not allowed to take control, the flesh falls into temptation, falls into temptation. So what are we declaring? Exactly what Jesus said. Exactly what Jesus said. As I pray, that life of prayer, as I pray, as I pray, I'm empowered to overcome every temptation of the devil. Um, Jennifer asks, how do I get the PDF? of the confessions. 
So here's what we're going to do, just so everybody knows. Um, the confessions will be uh, available on PDF a little bit later today. And then, of course, we'll post them on post the link on social media. But here's something that you'll be able to do if you want to get it directly. If you're not a part of our text family, and again, if you've never joined up with me uh, in the text family, it's not an automated text. It's not a robot texting you. It's not a staff member of Miracle Word texting you. It is me texting you. And when you text me, I receive them on my phone. And uh, many times I get your prayer requests. We pray for you. We interact. I send you updates. I let you know what's going on. But it's it's from me. If you'd like to jump on, because I will be texting this link out to the text family. If you want to get it ahead of time, um, then you want to join the, the text family. And the way to do that is go to miracleword.com forward slash text. Miracleword.com forward slash text. And when you put your information in, just so you know, it goes directly into my phone book here and I have your contact. We can stay connected. Uh, I will be texting the PDF link out to the text family first. They'll, they'll be the first ones to get this. So if you'd want to be the first one to get it, I would encourage you to go sign up and, um, and you can get them from me directly. All right. As I pray, I'm empowered to overcome every temptation of the devil. Matthew 26, 41. All right. Two more. Number 49. You ready? God has empowered me to be a deliverer in my generation. Hallelujah. You can just say it. I'm empowered to be a deliverer in my generation. And you absolutely are. You absolutely are. I am empowered to be a deliverer in my generation. You absolutely are. Don't have a low view of yourself. Have a view of yourself as the Bible speaks about you. Amen. Look at yourself the way God looks at you. God has empowered me to be a deliverer. I'm empowered to be a deliverer in my generation. What verse are we looking at? John 14 and verse 12. Gospel of John chapter 14 and verse number 12. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. I'm going to be with the Father. So what? You're empowered to do the works of Christ because you believe in him. You'll do the same works that he's done and greater in quantity, greater because he's going to be with the Father. That means he sent us the Holy Ghost, and now every one of us are empowered to be deliverers. Did you know you're empowered, part of being empowered to be a deliverer, you're empowered to destroy the kingdom of darkness. It's one of the reasons Jesus came. 1 John 3, 8 says that the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of of the devil. He might destroy the works of the devil. 
And so you're empowered to be a deliverer in your generation. Amen, Jennifer. I want you to say it out loud. I'm empowered to be a deliverer in my generation. And then finally, number 50. Here we go. Number 50. And I think this is an appropriate final confession on the list. And let me say this. I would also encourage you, keep searching the word of God for more confessions than this. Add them to your list. As you're doing your daily devotions and reading your Bible, something comes across to you. Make it into a confession. Confess it over your life. Number 50. I have supernatural stamina to run my race and finish my course in God's kingdom. I have supernatural stamina to run my race and finish my course in God's kingdom. That's what Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy 4, 7. I've run my race. I've finished my course. I have supernatural stamina to run my race and finish my course in God's kingdom. Let me take you to Matthew 24. Matthew chapter 24, I'll start with verse 10. I love this confession. We're not going to burn out early. We're not going to drop out be disqualified from the race. We have supernatural stamina to run our race, finish our course in God's kingdom. Why is that important? Jesus tells us why in Matthew 24, verses 10 through 13. Matthew 24, verses 10 through 13. And many will turn away from me, betray and hate one another. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. The one who endures to the end will be saved. I've got endurance. I've got stamina. You've got endurance. You've got stamina. I have supernatural stamina to run my race and finish my course in God's kingdom. Hallelujah. Supernatural stamina to run your race and finish your course in God's kingdom. Father, I pray that as we speak your word over our lives, as we daily continue to confess what you said over us, I thank you that your hand of power Your hand of blessing is quickly overtaking us, quickly overtaking us in every area in Jesus' name. We'll never miss out on your goodness. We'll never miss out on your blessings. We'll never miss out on accomplishing what you've called us to do. We will not ever be outside looking in, wondering how do we get into the blessing like others are doing. No, we are blessed because of our obedience. We are blessed because of our faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, that we have a spirit of faith. We have a spirit of joy. We have a spirit of peace in the name of Jesus Christ. And as we confess these things over and over and over, we thank you that our faith is even going to another level as we hear the word of God come out of our mouths. And we declare 
these last four and a half months of 2023 will be glorious. They will be supernatural months. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for it. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.